Hey everyone, welcome to Camberville Diaries Podcast. My name is Luscious Leisha, and today we have Miss Isla Cox with us. Hey Isla, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm so happy to be back here. Yes, as you guys don't know, Isla was my first ever interview. First ever. And I forgot to hit the record button, and then I hit the record button, and then we had a lot of audio issues. So it just went meh. So she's back, <laughs> even better than ever, right? Yes, absolutely. So tell us what you've been up to lately. Um, so I've been on Camera One to teach a course for how to navigate racism in the adult industry. It teaches for two different parties. So if you are someone that's a person of color or a marginalized group, how to navigate racism or other kind of ableism that you'll experience. Um, and then it also has a self-reflection questions for people that mm -hmm. are more privileged um, for you to identify if you even do have privilege, because it might not be what you think it is. Um, and how to be a better ally. And my other course teaches you how to be a multi-platform master and how to expand your empire and be the best person that you can be in your career. Wow, that is amazing. Huge round of applause for you, huge. That is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, so CAM 101, that's a community through, is it its own website? Yes, it's through Lovins, um, the like sex toy company. It's their branch of like, like education for their CAM girls. Yeah, a lot of people don't see that when you go on the settings part of your page, you can, uh, there's a bunch of like blurbs that say CAM 101. I'm sure your picture is gonna be up there, right? Yes, I'm up there now if you go check it out. <laughs> That's awesome. I will later, definitely. That's really cool. I like both those topics. Those are hugely important in the camming industry. I, I like the whole privilege thing. A lot of people think they are privileged, but yeah, a lot of people don't even know what that means. So that's amazing. Great. I think it's super important because I feel like a lot of important conversations get kind of like lost in people just being unable to identify privilege. They don't even know they have it. Um, but I feel like if you can kind of reach that own consent, like your own consensus on your privilege, even if you have struggled, it's still there. Um, I feel like it allows for people to just kind of grow as a, like, as a person. There's nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just learning and growing as you move along in life. And that's, yeah, and that's amazing that you touched on that because I know, like, people say the word, but they don't really know what it means. A lot of people don't. I've never heard anybody, like, talk about it before. So that's really awesome. Did you come up with it yourself or? I did, I did come up with that topic. It was something that I recently had witnessed kind of go south in like a, an adult platforms group chat and it happened over and over and over again. And I was seeing so many models being affected negatively. I just really wanted to like address the topic because it was kind of like the tone deafness uh, which is so offensive, especially considering like how much information there is surrounding the topic. Um, to be so ignorant to it just kind of seems kind of rude, honestly. <laughs> so I just put it out there in a different way. Totally, I totally understand that. And most people don't even know what it means. No one. And that should be taught in school, I believe. You know, it really should. I All that kind so. of stuff. So there's nothing, again, there's nothing wrong with that. Like no one's demonizing anyone for it. Like it's literally just learning and growing as person everyone has to do that in different ways throughout their entire life so yes you got that right my my saying is in order to change you must but in order to grow you must change you know in order to change you must grow something like that but yeah you have to learn all the time be a better person in life yeah so um your playboy bunny you've been a centerfold is that correct yes, yes i have it tell, us about that. 
You are currently? Yes. Yes. I love being a bunny. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a really exciting photo shoot with my first ever time wearing the official bunny costume. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a public photo shoot. So I'm feeling a little butterflies, but yeah, <laughs> fine. You got this. <laughs> That's amazing. When is that? Um, I think I'm going to be doing it in the next couple of days. <laughs> Once we can get the... <laughs> What what are the balls to do it really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty scary. But you got this. Yeah, I'm super excited. I know it's gonna turn out amazing. So it's totally gonna be worth it. Wow. So where is that taking place? Do you have to actually go to the actual like Playboy Mansion to do it? So this is going to be uploaded to just my Playboy Centerfold profile. It has it's not gonna be at the Playboy Mansion. It's gonna be at a local place. I don't want to give away too many spoilers. Um, but I'd say that's going to be kind of like dark in there. There might be some kind of like glowing lights. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds fun. Wow. You're going to be awesome. So you actually get the whole suit and everything to keep. Yeah, actually you have to get it on your own, but I had locked out because there was a promo code for about 70% off. So it was like a steal at that point. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's a huge accomplishment. Congratulations. That's really cool. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to talk about it. But when I talk about it online, it's not necessarily perceived well, especially with the documentary that just came out. Um, I received some kind of like hate from it. And I was like, oh, I, I wasn't even born yet. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you're also in Hustler. Are you still doing stuff um, with them? So yes, I was in Hustler, I think three or four times so far, and I don't have anything planned yet with them, but I'm sure you can expect something next year. So you're busy, busy all the time. You've got things going on. Yeah, it's really, I feel so like honored. Honestly, every single time someone reaches out to me or I, I hear a yes, I'm like, whoa, really? <laughs> I just feel so like happy with it. I'm very proud. Yeah. Well, you have a great attitude with it too. And it's definitely something you like to do, correct? Yes, definitely. I think the attitude is important. It can be so easy to get negative or burnt out in the industry. Um, I try to do whatever I can to not feel that way because it's awful feeling. It is an awful feeling and it drags you down and you're down for a long time, but you're very peppy. I know how you keep it upbeat. I love mm -hmm. that. I just take it breaks, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I just had to do that too. I was getting really like down, real down, real real negative. So I took like three days off and I'm feeling better today. That's good. I'm happy to hear you're feeling better. It's so important to take that time for yourself. Oh, it is. Like I talk about the self-care and stuff like that. You have to do that. You have to tend to your own mental health needs. You just have to in the, the industry because it's just you get bogged down with a bunch of shit all the time, you know? Yeah, seriously, you do. And it can look different it, for every single person. Like self-care doesn't have to be a face mask. You can just sit down and like, eat potato chips and lay in bed like whatever it is that you need do that <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah it doesn't matter what it is as long as you're taking time for you exactly and, yep so tell our viewers how you got into the the industry how you got into the world of camming playboy bunnies um, all that great stuff yeah so i got into the industry on a random night i was googling i don't even know why i was just googling cam websites and i was like i feel like i should sign up for something <laughs> why i have no clue i was just feeling a little like adventurous so i signed up for minibids this was my first site ever joining um and i went live on christmas day at like midnight <laughs> Um, and I sold my very first custom ever within the first like 10 minutes on there. Um, and that 
that was history. I just like really loved camming and I loved creating clips. My like cam fans were like, you should create videos. Like I want to see you with your husband. You say you have a husband, like let's, let's see some of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like let's make things for us to buy because you aren't live that like much. I'd go live for maybe like two or three hours a night. So they really didn't get that much time with me mm -hmm. and I time in privates. So that got me into like the clip content and I got into like custom creation. Um, and then I got really popular for custom creation, which is my first time ever in Xbiz. Um, I was on the cover for like tips on how to create custom videos. Nice. Very nice. Okay. <laughs> <Really> crazy. <laughs> I like how you like to um, spread your knowledge everywhere. That's what I try to do. You know, things we pick up along the way. It's good to share. It, it really is. I think so too, especially because when I joined the industry, I had no clue what I was doing. I literally relied on stripper web, which isn't even around anymore. Yeah. Um, and like random Reddit pages and posts that I would come across. Like that's where I got my knowledge from. So it was hard. It's hard to figure out how to get into the industry. How are you even supposed to like, what would the word be orchestrate a cam show like is there supposed to be a middle beginning and end like what is going on <laughs> you have no clue i had no clue either i was like randomly finding reddit like subreddits and stuff like that and reading things but i really didn't know I'm, i was saying the last couple podcasts we should do like a, a cam girl guidebook you know <laughs> yeah that five, you know yeah. That'd be amazing. There's so many like incredible cam girls out there too. They and they all are special in their own way. Like they're doing something unique that no one else is doing. So it's like, can you tell people how to do that? Like they can try. Yeah. You exactly. know, they can their cam show or something. Um, yeah, exactly. I think it's important to share because why why gatekeep? Everyone can do their yeah. own spin. Even if they're doing the exact same thing, it's not going to be mm -hmm. the same thing every single time. Yeah, that's a huge thing that a lot of us kind of get irritated about is a gatekeeping thing. Like, I don't understand, like, a lot of models will lock their rooms, you know, so you can't go watch them for that movies. Was crazy to that's me. ridiculous. Yeah, at the very beginning, I would see the models and they would kick me out of the room. I was so hurt. I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? I didn't know how the industry was yet at all. <laughs> me neither. And I'm like, oh man, now they're going to tell on me because I was in their room and they're probably going to be like, I'm thinking like a stalker or something. But I just want to see what's going on. You know? Yeah, I'm just curious. I mean, is anyone even yeah. online right now? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, where do you primarily, you're camming still, right? So, I cam like one time per year and we're getting into that time period now. And it's usually on Flirt for free. Um, so you can find me on Flirt for free <laughs> Nice. if you want to see me live. And I also go live on Playboy and occasionally on OnlyFans um, as well as Fan Central. I really am like all over the place. It'd be best to keep up with me on social media to find out where I'm going live next and follow me on every single platform. <laughs> yeah, and she's on a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah. everyone's a different too so it's like if you like hardcore then my only fans is perfect for you also if you like food because i cook on there a lot Ooh, or if you cool. go my fans centro that's kind of more um if people like like lewd photos and then there's mm -hmm. very explicit videos on there for them to get individually so it's just whatever their preference is like <laughs> yeah are you pretty much like down to do whatever or do you have a certain like like niche or anything that you do um, so I originally started with lactation content, which I don't really film so much anymore because I'm not really going live, which is where I get a lot of my custom orders from. 
Um, so now I just say I mostly make interracial content and then just kind of like sloppy, messy type content. That's all that stuff is for me, as well as me. <laughs> that's, that's my niche. That's where I started. <laughs> you said P? Yes. That's so funny because that's my shit too. And I just gotten, I love I've it. gotten in trouble on Chatterbait like three times. I've gotten people banned for having those kind of shows. I didn't realize you couldn't have those. <laughs> oh my goodness. I did yeah. not know that. I got it on OnlyFans when I like squirted because they said it wasn't real squirt. They're like, you're peeing. And I'm like, no, I'm really squirting. That's real. <laughs> I, the same thing on Chatterbait happened. I posted one video squirting and it got, it was okay. The next one, they're like, oh no, that's you peeing. I'm like, oh no, that's not me peeing. That's real squirt. And they went, let right. me put it. I'm like, don't you understand how the body works? <laughs> no, definitely not peeing. Yeah, they, they need to have like a what's an, an anatomy course or something like yeah, that. Yeah, seriously, there is a difference. And you can tell. Like you can really tell. You can definitely tell. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I know like OnlyFans, you can't sell that kind of stuff either, right? Mm -hmm. you can't and things. So that's why you use um, it. They say you can, but I know my content gets taken down. I see it all the time that other people's content gets taken down. So you're probably better off on loyal fans or just for fans or anything like that. Yeah, like Fan Central is pretty cool too. Yeah, Fan Central is good. I used to, that was my main platform before OnlyFans because I could not figure it out at the very beginning. Um, I had like five fans on there. I had no clue what was going on. <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't even know how to promote because I was like, you can't post a link anywhere. So what am I supposed to do? I know. I know that's like, honestly, like my last social site that I use is OnlyFans because I'm always getting flagged because I, it's hard to do like safe for work shit for me. Like I have a hard mm -hmm. time with it. <laughs> Yeah, I do too. Because like, I'm just trying to get freaky. Like, yeah, I know. They don't hold myself back. Girl, I was checking out your Pornhub channel. Wow, that's some good shit. Oh my gosh, thank you. You should check out the X Videos channel. It's. I'm gonna have to check it out. I have never been on X Vids before. Oh yeah, my X Videos is even more popular than my Pornhub channel. And they love my stuff on there, and that's when I had a VCH piercing. So. That stuff is really good, my piercing content. <laughs> That's cool. I want to get one of those. Did that hurt? You can totally do it. It didn't hurt at all. It was mm -hmm. like just a tiny pinch. I was, nice. The clamps hurt more than anything because it's kind mm -hmm. of like cold metal. Um, yeah. But the piercing itself is super easy. The healing, you're just sensitive. I mean, that's not even a bad thing, honestly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was extra sensitive the entire time I had the piercing in. So it's amazing. Wow. So you took it out? Yeah. I'm gonna get it done again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's hot. A lot of a lot, you don't see that a lot either, you know. Yeah, because people think it hurts. People are scared of it, but there's nothing to be scared of. I wouldn't get the other genital piercings done. Those scare me. Yeah, <laughs> but that yeah. one, that one's good. Yeah, that is good. I didn't realize you had that. I'll have to go check that shit out. I have my nipples pierced, and I thought everyone's like, "How would you do that?" I mean, doesn't that hurt? I'm like, no, not really. It's just quick. You know, it's real quick. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. It's exactly like a nose piercing, literally. That's the yeah. exact same process. Nice. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, super easy. They literally, like, I don't know. I had a really kind person. It's not uncomfortable or anything. Like, they just lay down. They're like, all right, are you ready? How do you spread your legs? It's like a like an OB visit, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. You have a free piercing at the end. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> While you're down there, can you text a few things? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> right. Like, does everything like normal? Yeah. That's so funny. I didn't realize that. That's really cool. So you have really cool videos on Pornhub, Pornhub, and you said Xvids. Is it that yes, one? Yes, Xvideos. Nice. We we'll have to check that. I have to check that one out. I was watching it for the show. I was like, I gotta put this down. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm so happy you enjoyed it. I yeah, think I had but... like 26 million on X videos last time I checked yeah. for the views. Really yeah. There's like, how much is there on Pornhub? I think there's 20, 25. I think there's five. I just reached five on there. I think five That's million. Yeah. I was so proud when I hit that on Pornhub because Pornhub was a whole different monster to master. But when I finally started having the views come up, I was so happy. <laughs> I know I was everything's really good you have really good content do you do just like interracial content only usually yeah I only do interracial content because it's my husband so that's just what we do <laughs> yeah. um that's just kind of how we're perceived anyway so we're like might yeah. as well make the content to match yeah bank um, with it why not yeah and that's kind of how that's literally how we have sex anyway so we're just like I'm not sure why we're doing it. That's what that's what you should do. You know, I, I used to be on a couple's account a long time ago and I was with that dude, so it was so easy. Yeah. So easy to make money off what you're doing. Exactly. You know, you're, you're good to go. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. So how does your husband feel about you doing all this extra like Playboy Bunny stuff and stuff like that? Is he cool with it? He is. I would say that he works through things. Like I would say that things come up, but then we just kind of work through it together. Um, so sometimes people could be leaving, you know, mean hate comments or it could be someone just being like an asshole in public. But we just work through it together and he's super supportive in so many different ways. And I was actually just telling him this morning how grateful I am for him being so supportive because I feel like I would have faced some insurmountable like obstacles if it wasn't for him being so just right there for me so i'm super appreciative so yeah definitely that's amazing because that's something you need to have when you're married like you cannot have that little puzzle piece missing so that's really cool it makes your life so much easier too it does because you can, you can go so far but if your partner's not behind you like it's going to hinder you eventually in some way exactly and it's not going to last and it's like you are have to choose between your career or that person which is hard right and we know that statistically men will choose their career over their partner and women will choose their partner over their career so it kind of makes it so sticky <laughs> yeah it does it does it really does but yeah your content's really good i was like wow she's like dirty like me <laughs> thank you yes i love i love being filthy and it's unfortunate because i still can't even be that way all the way on those sites <laughs> yeah, I know. you can't be your full entire self anywhere you really can't. You really can't. Um, anywhere where it's monetized, at least, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, what's your favorite thing to do, like in the in the industry? What do you like the best to do? Is it like making content or camming or photo shoots? What do you like? I would say custom clip creation is my favorite. I really like giving my clients that one on one attention, even if it's like through video. Um, especially because I can get so dirty and it gets so personal and it just makes me like, I really like fantasizing about that person while I'm filming the video. So I kind of give them like updates while I'm filming the custom video and like dirty little video voice messages and stuff <laughs> like leading up to me, like sending them the clip. So like, that's my favorite because it's just so much fun and I get to be so creative. That's cool. I do like the customs too. I like when they get into like a lot of details too, because that's like gives you a lot to go on. Yeah. Do you make a lot of um, income with just customs, would you say? Yeah, I would say that customs is like, I could probably just do customs only and just live off of that. But I cut down the amount of customs that I take per month because I was running around with a chicken, like a chicken with my head cut off because <laughs> There was so much and there's so much that goes into each custom, you know, like mm -hmm. certain makeup looks and like I tailor everything to the custom. Yeah, it was just a lot to, you know, film mm -hmm. like 
four or five of them a week because yeah. I have to customize myself each one. <laughs> exactly. And they're probably all different all across the board, you know, and it takes a lot of time. Different. Yes, because time. people are attracted for so many different reasons, especially if they come across you in cam, the thing that attracts them could be so unique. It could like be something that you never even thought of, like a lip fetish. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I know there's some fetishes um, I've never heard of um, before. Like I've heard a lot about a lot of them. One of them I heard the other day was like a calf muscle fetish. Oh, I've never heard of that. I was like, that's new. <laughs> I guess if you have a good... Yeah, if you have a good calf muscle and you flex it, it looks sexy, I guess. You know, <laughs> I don't judge anybody, but the lip fetish, I never heard about that before. Honestly, I haven't. Yeah, I literally, my first time, my first maybe third time on cam, um, so it was like, oh my, like tipped $100, like, let me see your lips up close. And I was like, okay. <laughs> There's the camera, they were like, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm just like, explained to me and I was like okay so they actually started like they wanted me to like move my mouth certain ways and then mm -hmm. they were like yes yes so they were like, yeah. became, like a really a regular custom video order or lip fetishes just gotta keep your lips moisturized and you're good to go it's easy peasy you know just like the foot yeah. fetish thing like make your make your feet go certain ways and stuff like that and they're it's easy so easy. definitely I saw one foot fetish they had a foot fetish for warts I did not know that was a thing. I was like, I guess that makes it unique. Um, there's one for calluses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There I, I low-key love that everyone can just post their feet and make money off of that. Like, that makes I me know. feel happy. <laughs> I know, and it doesn't have to be, like, the good, like, pristine feet. Because you got everyone knows we all don't have good feet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm like, I'm gonna Are you like, being blinded over there? Is that the sun coming oh in? Oh, my gosh, yeah, the sun is, like, coming in, <laughs> At least you have sun. It is so rainy here today and just, ugh, it's just dark. I'm on the East Coast, so. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear it's so rainy. That's it is. It's like, put you, it puts you in the down mood. I'm like, I guess October is really here. Yeah, it's good that you took a break then, especially when it comes to seasons changing. Yeah, and I have severe depression. I suffer from that anyway, and it, like, hit really bad the other day. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta take some time for myself, because that stuff is hard. Like, you feel like, I feel like sometimes I can't pull myself out of it. Like when you get it really bad, I know you, you understand the mental health stuff too. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I definitely understand. I yeah. know that if you're dealing with kind of like a lack of light and that's yeah. to it, they have that like red light therapy. It's like a little yeah. more. I think it's like, yeah. it's cheaper now. I think it's like maybe $45 or so. Yeah. You get on Amazon or whatever, you put it like right in your, front of your face, right? Like, yeah, oh. it's a post <laughs> I don't know if that would help, but maybe. I'm going to have to look into getting one of those because I've, I've heard. I've heard good things about them. They all have good reviews. So yeah, every everyone that I've heard that's tried it has loved it. So maybe yeah. it would at least reduce some of the symptoms. Yeah, definitely. I hope so. And like yeah. my, my room's in the basement, so it's like dark oh, anyway. So like, like oh my gosh, so dark. 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 <laughs> I'm like I gotta get out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Yeah, mental health is really important, especially like talking to people on cam, like when they come in with their negative stuff, you know, we absorb that as a cam model and it's hard yeah it's really hard anywhere you go people are very negative nowadays so it's hard oh to rise above but you got to do it that's very true i actually talked about that in my love and like in my love ends course i addressed it and how to release the negative energy after camming and dealing with negativity i kind of say i write down the, the exact negative thing that someone said to me just burn it <laughs> yep, that's what i do too because i'm a pagan so I, I practice that kind of stuff too like anything i want to release write it down burn it 
burn it, I'm done. And I feel so much better just seeing their words being engulfed in a flame. They're not even that strong, you know? Look at it. Yeah, exactly. They're just words, and you don't know that person, so it's all good. You know, don't take it, take that shit to heart. They probably had a bad day or something. Exactly. It's never, it's, I never take anything personally. It's never personal. It's always has to do with them, especially if they think it doesn't. <laughs> and you're, you're like 100% on that. Like, that's the one thing when you come into this stuff or you're into it for a while, whenever someone says something nasty, it's because they're probably feeling they're, what's it called, projecting, deflecting or something like that. You Knows how they feel about themselves. And you can't take it to heart at all because you're never going to survive. You won't. <laughs> no, absolutely. That doesn't even make sense, you know? I saw this one um, thing and I talked about it on TikTok and I was like, how I survive, like, the ups and downs of life is that I view myself as a boat. So instead of letting, you know, any negative, any negativity in, I just kind of skate along the surface and I just go with the ups as they come and I go with the downs as they come and I just don't take anything too seriously. I just go along with it. I'm eventually going to get to where I'm going and everything's going to work out as long as you just keep going. That's great. I love that. Like that you'd go with the ebbs and flows of the water, you know, just bounce. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's really good. It's not always going to be positive. And when it is really positive, don't think about the negative, you know, just because that was a really big thing for me. Just live in the moment, whether that's negative, you know, fully experience that, whether it's positive, fully experience that, you know, because it's everything's kind of fleeting. So, you know, just experience it as it comes and goes. And then you're going to yeah. have something else that's happen. Yeah, exactly. And then if it's, you know, experience it fully being negative, let it go. Exactly. It. You know, it didn't mean anything. Yeah, it's, it's a hard concept to grasp, but it's very important. It is a hard concept to grasp and apply even after you grasp yeah. it. It is. I have a rough time with it too. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I got to pull myself out of this hole, you know, because living like that is no fun. No mm -hmm. fun at all. Definitely. So how did you start? How did you get your start doing this? You said you just decided to look online. Is that it? Were you always like kind of freaky all your life or? Uh, yeah. So actually when I was in college, um, I had a boyfriend and I went to college a few hours away from him and I was very horny 18 year old. And I <laughs> Um, I wasn't getting my needs met, which is obviously horrible and no excuse to do what I did, but I cheated and I did it a lot and I did it every day and I did it with multiple people and I was like, wow, I'm really freaky and my boyfriend doesn't fuck me like this. Mm -hmm. So people on campus started telling me, they're like, you should have an OnlyFans, like the stuff you do, you should record that. And I was like, that sounds so creepy. I can't believe you <laughs> do that to me. <laughs> Why would I do that? You're telling me to like, record and post it for people to watch and give me money? Like that sounds so weird. And I completely forgot about it. But when I saw mm -hmm. OnlyFans in the news years later, I didn't think I was ready for OnlyFans. But I was like, maybe I can get into canning. And then I realized mm -hmm. that OnlyFans isn't weird. And I just didn't like how they were explaining it to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you know how you fucked me? You should totally record that. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Have you had people, have you asked, like, people that you slept with, have you asked to record things along, among, like, oh, before you got married? So last year, we actually opened up our relationship. So I actually have a lot of content from that time period of threesomes and foursomes and like lots of various things under the sun. And I might be releasing that soon. <laughs> That's going to open up something huge, different for you too. That's amazing. Yeah, it was lots of fun. We really enjoyed it. But I think next time we're probably going to just be filming with people within the industry. I think that'll eliminate a lot of potential right <laughs> so have you ever um done any content with anyone in the industry already yet 
I actually haven't. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. <laughs> I'm like a shy little person. I've just, I feel like I've blossomed over the past like year. Um, so now I feel like I'm ready. Before I was so shy, I was not ready at all. <laughs> now you're just totally, you're going for it. You're like, I'm down for anything and everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Why hold myself back? <laughs> exactly. How long have you, would you say, how long have you been doing this kind of stuff for how many years? I've been in the industry for three years. It'll be year four on Christmas Day. So I'm super excited. That's awesome. Do you regret anything that you've done so far? Um, I would say no. I feel like I've tried to be as intentional as I could be with at least my career steps, which is mm -hmm. why I've been so kind of like slow moving when it comes to like working with other people. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure I had a good foundation. So I don't regret anything. I would say everything was like a learning experience. And if I did something like negatives <laughs> i just learned from it you're so like you're so bubbly and you're really awesome positive person like it's really cool <laughs> you're intentional with everything and i wish more people were like that like think before you do it this is gonna be out there forever and do what you want to do and you're a very good role model for anybody i would say getting into the the camming sex industry you really are uh, thank you so much i honestly was not like this for a very long time i grew a lot and that's why I try to be so understanding with people that aren't intentional with what they do, because I totally get it. I was, I was like that too for a very long time. And I just try to give everyone grace and just operate, you know, within my own integrity. I feel like that's so important. Not letting other people or situations or anything make you step out of like what you feel and know is best out of your own moral grounds and things like that. So yeah. once I learned that, that, was what I needed to do to feel so happy nope. that I started doing that and I it completely changed everything I know since the last time I talked to you it's been what six months yeah um, it's been a long time you're totally you're you're different I can see it I can feel it in you like you're just very like positive and bubbly and you're you're yourself now like I feel yeah. like you're, you're you know that's really cool I love that thank have you, you tried, welcome. have you tried to be a mentor or anything so I actually am going to be a shaman. I'm on my shamanism journey right now, and I can't wait. I'm so excited for what I'm going to bring to the world. And I've learned a lot, and I can't wait to share even more. That's why I want to share everything, because everyone deserves it. Everyone deserves to hear it. And I think everyone can be their best self, truly. They just have to believe it first. That's amazing. That's a huge title. I actually uh, study uh, the Sanskrit Tantra. I'm into that. So That's amazing. Stuff. Yeah. Have you ever looked at the Tantra stuff? Like, I have. Stuff? I actually was thinking about, I wanted to be a sex therapist that specialized in Tantra. <laughs> I wanted to work with couples to like repair things and work with people that were victims of um, SA and domestic violence to help them heal and work through those wounds so that they can come back to their true self. That's amazing. We need more of that too. Have you ever done like orgasmic manifestation? ever done that yes, yet? I have, I have. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? It really does work. It does, honestly. And I would say that um, I feel like a lot of people do it kind of passively, but once you yeah. start act, like act, thinking about it actively, it, yeah. it's doing it. something. <laughs> yeah, you can make anything happen. You can get anything you want in this world. You really can. You truly can. It's all energy. All you have to do is manipulate it to flow to you. And manipulation does not have to be a negative thing either. No. <laughs> You're right. You're correct about that. So how long did you have to um, study to be a shaman? 
So I actually experienced something called the shaman sickness, and it is a sickness that you experience if you're not following your life path. Um, and it's like a deathly illness that is unexplainable by Western practices. So I want to say I spent about 10 years sick and like in and out of the hospital, um, like experiencing deathly illnesses and the doctors could never figure out what was wrong. They did scan after scan, study after study after study, nothing was wrong. Everything was perfectly fine. I was perfectly healthy, but I was sick all the time and mm -hmm. definitely at that. Like there was something wrong, they'd heal it and I'd just come back. Um, so I started having a dark night of the soul <laughs> and I felt completely disconnected from any kind of higher power or from anyone around me. And it was a very hard time. I felt completely alone. And during that time period, I started journaling. And when I was journaling, a lot of really deep, dark things came up that I had completely forgot about, you know, from like earlier in life. Yeah. The things that no one wants to remember, the things that no one talks about. So I worked through that during that time period, about two years. And once I got out of that two-year time period, I was still sick. I didn't feel better. I felt worse. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. uh, it just, like, nothing, nothing made me feel better. You know, no substances made me feel better. No, no person could make me feel better. Nothing would make the wounds feel go away. Nothing would numb it. Mm. It was there in its raw form, and there was nothing I could do with it outside of feeling it deeply and not escaping it. So when I started fully embodying my pain, um, I started dreaming um, and I started having these really incredible dreams of these places and these animals. And I started having these people coming up to me and giving me this knowledge. Um, and I would go and I'd kind of ask someone from my family, you know, is this true? And they'd be like, oh yeah, that's someone from like generations ago, like three or four generations ago, and they'd show me a photo of them or like a lock of their hair. And then I started kind of doing this spiritual journey with my ancestors. Mm -hmm. um, and then I learned about shamanism from mm -hmm. a, a symbol that I saw in my dream. I Googled it and it was like, if this is, you see this, like, this is your call, this is your path, being a shaman. So I started practicing shamanism and I started getting more and more healthy and I started just feeling amazing and feeling a way that I had never felt in my entire life. Um, and that's how I got here. It was wow. a very long journey and I had really no clue long. where it was going. Oh, and I haven't been sick, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, are you sick still? That's amazing. That's just amazing. No. That dark night of souls is rough, isn't it? That dark yeah. night of souls, that's a, that's a hard time. I went through that too. It's bad. A lot of people don't come out of that, I heard. Yeah. It, it was a very, very hard time. I honestly give my previous self, like, all the love because I couldn't have gone. I personally can't get through that. I don't know how she did that. Yeah. I know. I know. It's like I always say to people, like, when I, came out, when I came out of that dark night of the soul, like, that person I was, that person no longer exists. No, you know, that she's gone. She's, you know, buried. You're a different person. But that's amazing. Like, it just, you kind of went in the same kind of journey I'm kind of going on currently. I'm not shaman. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what I am, but it's like the same thing. I know a lot of healers go through it, whether they're light workers or um, what they call it, shadow workers too. Those are people that experience a lot more trauma and things like that. Shadow workers go through, they walk through the dark. 
Um, I'm a death worker as well. So I help, I've been present for a lot of people's death and I've helped them pass and cross over, which is a really honorable thing. I'm always, it's always a pleasure yeah, it to do that. It is, and, and it takes up, it's hard for your soul to handle that, but you do that. That's amazing. It is, but it is such, such an honor. Like I've had people approach me and they're like, can you please be present when I die? And I'm like, oh, sure. Why not, you know? Um, and then their family will just reach out to me and I come and they cross over and then I just kind of help the family and. And that's amazing service that you do. And only certain people are chosen to do that, you know, and that's amazing that you've taken it on. A lot of people push that shit away. They don't want to deal with that. You know, that's, is your gift in life. Then that's your gift in life. See, my whole thing is like, I like take people's pain from them. Mm -hmm. I usually like will help people. Um, you know, they come to me to live like like live through me through like the rest of their lives i take their pain i'm mm -hmm. like i don't know what's called i don't know what's called yet but i've done it my whole life but it's not shaman related i don't think but i don't know i'm really happy for you that's excited that's really exciting um what are you gonna do when you get to that point oh man i would say i'm gonna try to share <laughs> information with as much as i can like with as many people as i can does that make sense i want to i just try to impact people i just want for people to know that they matter i want for them to know that they matter and i want for people to operate out of a place of love for themselves because mm -hmm. that is all it takes to change the world positively is for people to operate out of love for themselves because you won't you won't be self-destructive if you love yourself you won't be exactly. i know other people if you're loving yourself truly not like superficially not through your ego but like loving you through your flaws and everything that you don't have and everything that you want to have and everything that you do have and just as you are. Yeah, and all starts with self-love. Themselves like that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have love for yourself, you're never gonna have love for anything else in the world or anyone. And that's exactly. Really and it's a hard, con it's like hard to realize that too, especially if you realize that you don't love yourself. Yeah. You know, I went through a period where I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Cause it's not as authentic as it can be, even if you do love and care for them. Exactly. And it's hard when you don't love yourself to try to get even to a place of how do I even attempt to tackle this? So yeah, it's a rough time. But I mean, what you're doing is amazing. I think you're gonna bring really like huge change with this world. Like you're just, you know, what's up? Oh, thank so, you. I'm so, happy. I'm so happy for you, though. I mean, you've come such a long way since I've talked to you before. Like I said earlier, just you're very loving and light. I love that. Thank you so much. Honestly, I'd say a lot of it had to do with a lot of recent work that I went through. Um, I did psychedelics for the first time, um, and that was a game changer. Um, I actually experienced a shaman place. Apparently, there's different um, realms that shamans mm -hmm. experience, and I didn't realize that until after I was Googling something about the experience I went through, and I was like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Yeah, um, psychedelics are amazing. I've seen past lives before with them. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's insane. And I was really scared of things like that, but I realized that part of what I'm going through, my personal thing is kind of going through my own fears um, because my fears are kind of, they're not really fears anyways. Does that make sense? It's not really anything. It does. Just it does. Yep. Mm -hmm. You should always face your fears because facing your fears makes you a stronger person. It's hard. Absolutely. So, yeah. And you realize, like I said, a lot of them um, were fear-based anyways. Like it, it didn't have any substance. There's nothing behind it. So there's nothing to be scared of anyways. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. What I always say too is like the things you think you fear like are things like 
say if you like watch a scary movie and like some person wasn't like scared and, and you are and there's a reason why someone's not scared like certain life experiences like things don't like to me nothing scares me anymore i've been through so many traumatic events that i've seen so many things like can't even make up like nothing scares me anymore once you're past the fears it's yeah. really yeah. it's better it's a better life it really is i agree i agree yeah. because then you can do what makes you happy <laughs> exactly. exactly yep so i wonder how you're going to bring the shamanism into your i mean you already said how you're going to bring it into with the mentoring and things that you're doing for mm-hmm. the love mm-hmm. and stuff like that but like i wonder how you could bring it into like porn like physical porn that's what i was thinking <laughs> honestly um i don't want to be one of those people that are like doing this to the camera because that's right. where <laughs> Yeah, you can find a cool way to integrate it, definitely. I know you can. Yeah, I would definitely, mm, I'll figure it out for sure. Yeah, you definitely will. (laughs) You'll get the answers you need for sure, definitely. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll I'll message you all. You'll be the first person I let know once I figure it out. I can't wait. Or you're going to have to come back on the show, you know, either way. Either one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So I always ask everybody towards the end of the interview, like if you were to give someone who's looking to go into the industry some points, some things you should know, um, some things that have helped you, what would you say? I would say to actually get in touch with yourself and decide what is your own industry moral compass, because we can get some kind of crazy requests, especially as camp girls. Um, So just decide before any money gets put in front of you what is too far for you and what you personally are going to be okay with after does that make sense <laughs> so it's like don't go too far because you're like you're like ten thousand dollars for this and you're like okay you know ten thousand dollars maybe you need your bills paid you do it and then you feel really bad afterwards i'm saying let's try to avoid that because that can happen in the industry because no one's going to be there to tell you you know, during your cam show, like, hey, remember, you didn't, you don't, you don't want to do this, right? You have to be that voice in your own ear telling yourself, hey, remember, we don't want to do this. We're not going to do this. Um, and just stick to your code and make your money. <laughs> yeah. That's what I always say, too. Like, know yourself. You need to know yourself. You need to know your boundaries. And exactly. you be okay at the end of the day when you're done working and that you're okay that you did that, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Especially because if you go too far and you cross a boundary, you're not going to be okay to work either. So you want to be able to be consistent and healthy and always. <laughs> so maintaining your boundaries just benefits you in so many ways. Yep, it really, really does. And some people will be pushy too, especially with camming and their kink or their dick in their hand or whatever it is. Yeah. Yep. Um, just block somebody, meet them, whatever it is that you need to do, do that and continue yep. your show. Yep, and you're exactly. not wasting any money if it's something that you don't want to do. And there's always that there's always that ban button and that silent button. You can always use those. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to go through this. <laughs> exactly. No, just like shut up, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't even have to say <laughs> to them. Just what? A lot of times I don't even think they get notified if they're muted. Like they're still messaging you and you just don't get it. So yes. yeah. Because <laughs> so end up being like really good tippers, honestly. They're just kind of weirdos, but you don't have yeah. to interact with them. So <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the weird ones are the weird ones are the ones that don't have any money, no tokens or whatever. They don't have anything and they have the most irritating things to say. So I'm just like eh, silent, bam, you know, remove, exactly. you do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to add before we go today? 
Oh my goodness. I don't know. Oh, I would say don't copy other people's content. That's something that I've noticed. <laughs> I've noticed a lot of like actual like um, scene by scene recreating someone else's content. Don't recreate other people's content. Don't get stuck in the box of if you see a video that's popular or a model that you really like, like don't just recreate the exact mm -hmm. thing that they're doing. If you like something that they're doing, take a note of it and incorporate your own flavor and style into it um, and make your content about you because that's how you are going to get, you know, popular with your content mm -hmm. is by being yourself because people can't know who you are if you're recreating things because it's kind of inauthentic. But if you're creating what you like, you're gonna attract the right audience for you and they're gonna give you so much money and it's not gonna feel like you're working because you're literally just being yourself. <laughs> I know it can be the best job too when you're yourself. You really it really can. Yeah, I know at the beginning I what they tell you really in a lot of the content, they tell you to look at the girls that are making money and to create content like them. Yeah. You know, a lot of the guides that they have for new models, they're like do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. No. <laughs> yeah. Do your own person. Do yourself. Yeah. yeah, but maybe do a trending topic. Definitely, but don't yeah. don't just recreate. No. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big no. I just I never would ever think to do that. And some people, that's all they know how to do is just copy. Like just be yourself. Yes. Gross. It's gross when you copy. <laughs> you know, it's it, just it really. Is. <laughs> It is. It's off-putting. And it's off-putting to your potential fans and clients, too. And you don't want to put them off because everyone can sense inauthenticity, especially when it comes to sexually, um, because everyone has their own, like, I don't know, their own light, I guess, when it comes to sexuality, their own flavor and style. So you can't recreate that. Exactly. <laughs> don't be a copier. It's gross and we don't like it. <laughs> do your own thing. <laughs> you can do something like it. But don't recreate it scene by scene because there's something that I read about that. Exactly. Unless it's a parody of like, I don't know, Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like a movie. He's a party web, you know? <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> All right, girl. Well, I really enjoy talking to you like I always do. But we hope to have you back. I want to talk to you after maybe in a couple months we'll get back together and we can talk about your Playboy bunny shoot went. Maybe you can yes, show us your costume, you know? Oh my gosh, yes, yes. Maybe I'll wear it next time if you want. You should. Oh my God, that'd be so cool. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, well, it was very awesome talking to you and good luck. You'll do great at the photo shoot. Thank you so much. I can't wait. I'll update you. I'll just message you on Instagram and let you know how it goes beforehand and then we can update them. <laughs> I can't wait. All right, Isla, I will talk to you later. Okay, thank you. Bye. All right, bye, hon. Bye. All right, guys, that was Isla Cox. She is up to so much stuff. Um, definitely check her socials. We're going to post all of her links in the show description as well as all of our information in the show description. You can listen to us on your favorite podcasts, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere out there. Um, listen to us on YouTube, Rumble, support us on Patreon. We're all over the place. All right, guys, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Have a great night. Thank you.